today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about Hamilton City Council meeting on Friday. Now, one of the more contentious items uh, is uh, Aberdeen Avenue, of course, in the west end of the city, and what they call a road diet, which essentially means slowing traffic down and, and reducing the number of traffic lanes on the road. And many people use that road, of course, to and from uh, the Queen Street Hill, get to go to the highway, and, of course, the other way at the end of the day, whatever the case might be. It's a busy road to begin with. But uh, there was a petition from some neighbors suggesting uh, that this process, and staff actually recommended this road diet, uh, a huge petition from a number of residents in the area that said they don't want it. Well, so they had a meeting about this at City Council, virtually, of course, and uh, a a number of people made presentations, both pro and con, uh, which doesn't really now seem to be the real story. The real story now seems to be uh, the conduct of some of the people on City Council. Uh, during that meeting, uh, one councillor, Terry Whitehead, was ejected from the virtual meeting after uh, the chair of the meeting, John Paul Danko, uh, ruled that uh, Whitehead had questioned staff competence and refused to apologize. Uh, we're also told that uh, Councillor Sam Marula was muted by the chair during the virtual meeting when he took personal aim at uh, Danko himself, at one point declaring that the uh, Mountain Councillor does not care about citizens' petitions. Uh, interesting. I want to bring John Best, publisher of the Bay Observer, a longtime observer of uh, Hamilton City Council, into the conversation. Uh, two people getting censored, uh, 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 the ward councillors suggesting that the people that took the time out of their day to, to make presentations were disrespected. Uh, just another day at the office, John? Pretty much. Um, it was uh, it was quite a show. Um, it went on for hours and hours. Um, I, I think probably most of the afternoon uh, was taken up with this. And um, <clears throat> to uh, Councillor Wilson's point, um, yes, um, uh, Four people appeared um, supporting the road diet. Um, one person appeared, uh, Alex Beer, uh, for, who we all know from the, his days as a spectator. He brought sure. in a 710 word, uh, 710 pe- uh, names petition. And uh, during his presentation, uh, you know, the uh, the tone was polite, and and of course he was uh, he was very measured in his tone. Uh, and then uh, four citizens came up to talk about uh, who were in favor of uh, the, the plan to uh, reduce the width of the road. Um, and they got a pretty rough ride from, from some councillors, uh, particularly Whitehead and Marula. Um, and, you know, it was a bit uncomfortable to watch, to be quite honest. Let me ask you something. And, and look, at I people may not remember, I, I was on council for nine years and took part in a lot How of these How can we forget? Sessions. Yeah, so, <laughs> I never will. Didn't even get the T-shirt. But anyway, uh, it can get a little testy from time to time because there are some pretty contentious issues, like a, building a, an expressway, for instance, and, and a couple of other things, public, private partnerships. And so we were always knee-deep in controversy. But does that necessarily mean that you have to throw civility out the door? Well, well definitely. I, I think uh, when, when members of the public appear in front of council, I, I think they need to be um, they they need extra courtesy, frankly. They need an extra dose of uh, politeness because uh, typically they're taking time off from work. Um, I mean, they are the people that ultimately vote for council, and I, I don't think it, it. You know, you you will get contentious uh, delegations where people come in and make wild statements, and I guess they can be they can be met in kind. But in this instance, uh, everybody, all all. Four, all five presenters from the public were were all using, uh, you know, they were all using polite language, and 
uh, and and a lot of the questioning was just idiotic, like uh, asking a member of the public, uh, "Do you know of any other roads that uh, are are also, uh, uh, you know, connected to the highway system?" And you know, crazy questions like that that no no member of the public uh, would would be able to answer. Um, it, it really did get uh, to my mind. It, it just got. It was just hard to watch, to be honest. I think part of the problem here, and I've seen this happen more than once, and I know you've written about it for years now, is is when somebody does do that. And and you're right. I mean, members of the public, you know, they they may get a little bit edgy from time to time and may use some language that might be a little shaky. Uh, but you expect a higher standard from the elected officials. And and what I see all too often, which usually leads to this this kind of activity, is they start debating the people that just made the presentation. Well. That, if that's not what they came for. They didn't come for a, for an argument. They came to make a presentation and express their points of view. Uh, you know, counselors would be a lot better. If you have a, a legitimate question, uh, that's fine. But then you start getting into debate, and it's gotcha points about this, that, and the other thing. And it just unravels very quickly. Well, and the, the other piece uh, that, that was, uh, was also difficult to watch was an exchange between Terry Whitehead and Ed Saldo, the traffic engineer, um, and, and he was taking him through a, a very, very uh, contentious line of questioning that uh, you shouldn't uh, speak to staff in, in that manner. Uh, essentially, he was suggesting that uh, Saldo had said something to him in private and uh, was not saying the same thing in public, uh, suggesting that Saldo had apologized to him for ever letting this uh, road diet situation get as far down as it had. Uh, but he wouldn't repeat it in in the in the full council. Now, whether that was the case or not, I don't know. But uh, that is the point, frankly, at which uh, Whitehead was uh, was going to say booted from the meeting. But in this case, they just turned a couple of switches and he disappeared. Um, so you know, it it just uh, this whole tendency. The the one thing I r- really makes me uncomfortable watching some of these meetings is where staff will try or where council will try to get staff to validate what are essentially political points. And, and I think that's, uh, it, it really, it just doesn't, um, it doesn't work right. It's not the proper way of questioning staff. That's, you know, staff are there to provide information, background, that sort of thing, not opinions. And they're not there to bolster opinions by, by counselors. No, so but counselors want to do that anyway to get tuned up. Yeah, they will. I mean, I, I've seen that happen all too often. And we've talked for years now uh, about, about councillors who disrespect city staff and do it publicly. And, and the problem with that is that's, that's, that's a one-sided uh, argument because staff cannot, they can't talk back. Um, no, they you know, can't. They, uh, so they're not allowed. They just have to take all the grief that some councillors, and some of them were pretty adamant about the way that they treated some city staffers, uh, and, and which, which led to an awful lot of people, I think, leaving over the last number of years. I don't think it's happening to the extent it did in the past, but you know, it was a rather toxic work environment for an awful lot of people. But you're right. If you're if the purpose of your questioning a city staffer is to try to validate your points as opposed to the points of another counselor, uh, you're barking up the wrong tree. That's not what they're there for. No, and and I think uh, what needs to be said here, Bill, is at the root of all this is is what I see as a as a real ideological war that has that has broken out at council, and uh, so you have. Uh, uh, Councillor Wilson, you have Councillor Nan, you have Councillor Danko, um, and there's two or three other councillors that, depending on the issue, will will side with them. 
and then you've got the the typically the longer serving counselors, uh, many of them who um, are seem to be almost outraged at at some at what some of the newcomers are doing. And uh, there, there's it, it's not even disguised anymore. There's an absolute hatred. So what you're seeing is is um, issues being opposed on the basis of who proposed them as opposed to the merits of the issue. And, and so we're really deviating from any kind of proper governance. When, when you start opposing stuff simply because you don't like the person uh, who has presented it, uh, we're, that, that really becomes totally counterproductive. Uh, and I guess one of the most egregious parts of this whole discussion is that the issue, and it is a contentious issue, uh, about road diets and reducing lanes of traffic, etc., uh, seems to have been pushed to the background, and, and it's been superseded once again by councillor conduct. Yeah, it has, and it's. Uh, I saw the the story in the Spectator today uh, where um, I guess councillor Marula is suggesting uh, they're going to go for reconsideration because council had already approved this. This had been approved uh, last summer that they were going to try this, and it, and it is a pilot project now. You know, I think you and I both know that pilot projects tend to lead to permanent projects, but yeah. nonetheless, uh, it was a pilot project that had been approved by council. So to take it off the table now is going to take a two-thirds uh, vote, of course, and uh, I don't know if the votes are there or not, but but I guess the other thing that's a little bit unprecedented here, uh, and we've seen this a couple of times now with, with these, again, these new members of council, where as you know, typically a counselor pretty much had their own way when it came to a, a strictly award issue. Um, and I suppose you could argue that this is not strictly a ward issue because of the, the traffic impacts on other wards, but it is still essentially a ward one issue. And uh, we're looking at a situation where uh, a counselor could end up being defeated on an issue that that's, that's ward specific. And I mean, I'm uh, to be honest. I've I've been critical of the fact that councillors uh, could basically do whatever they want when it came to their own ward. I I didn't think that was a, a always a sensible way to to move forward. But it certainly was council practice here for you could almost say generations, and and now we're seeing uh, this going on. Well, it's uh, it's the politics within the politics, I guess, and uh, I can't get inside the head of the people as to why they're voting the way that they have. But uh, it's uh, it's just it's saddens an awful lot of people to just see the way that the people that were paying a pretty decent buck for to represent the city act like this uh, in in a situation like that. You know, they they're supposed to be above all that. There is a higher standard, or at least there should be. Uh, for elected officials at any level of government, and uh, they they fell well below that standard certainly on Friday. Yeah, and um, you know, I hate to see councillors who who have you know they've all at times uh, come up with some pretty creative ideas and uh, have done some things that have really benefited the city. I don't think they realize how much they're undermining their own credibility uh, with these kind of outbursts. Um, now, maybe the thought is, listen, we've been doing this for years, and there seems to be no penalty for for this kind of behavior, but it it really undermines, you know, the person that looks the worst when they're doing this is the, is the counselor that's, that's either sparring with staff or, or beating up on a, on a uh, delegation to council. 
very unseemly, that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, and it, it, the, the person whose image gets hurts the worst is the counselor that's doing that. John Best of the Bay Observer. As always, John, thanks so much for this. Great talking with you again today. My pleasure, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.